0: Welcome to Listen to Talking with Trees, a podcast by Annette Arlander, which is a series of attempts at addressing specific trees in Swedish, Finnish or English. This is a freestanding sequel to the project Meetings with Remarkable and Unremarkable Trees. This episode is part of Pondering with a Pine, a series of conversations recorded with a pine tree, in Park in Helsinki. Hello, Pine. It's me, the talking human again. It's evening. The sun is still high, but it's partly behind the clouds. There is not too much wind now there was earlier in the day, and especially yesterday. I've been in Helsinki only since Monday, and I came with a boat directly to Helsinki instead of Turku and then taking the train, as I usually do. Uh, so uh, the trip took quite a uh, much longer. But uh, yeah, I come to you only now, because I've been busy with all kinds of activities, uh, like uh, uh, yesterday uh, we had a seminar, the first session of a seminar with uh, doctoral students or doctoral candidates uh, about uh, auto-ethnography and auto-theory and auto-fiction. And performative writing. And it was really exciting because I haven't been teaching for a while. Uh, I mean, it's different to have a seminar with conversations than to just give one lecture or talk or something like that. But what is also especially interesting is, of course, that we're three doing it together. So Hanna Järvin and then and me, and and that's somehow stimulating to also see uh, and experience uh, one's colleagues how how they approach things, and of course doctoral candidates are colleagues in a way too, so the discussions are quite interesting already with them. Uh, but what I'm sort of What was even more uh, inspiring or provoking also was a public lecture by the philosopher Emanuele Cocha. Uh, It was uh, a big public event in the dance house or the the auditorium Uh, there, uh, organized by uh, the Academy of Fine Arts and the Sastamoine Foundation. Last year, they also had a lecture there, but I I couldn't participate, and this time I really wanted to do that, because I I love the book uh, uh, The Life of Plants by Kocha, uh, published uh, quite a few years ago. And of course, he didn't speak about uh, plants now, uh, but uh, uh, gave a talk uh, related to contemporary art, but with the title don't call me Gaia. And uh, he claimed, if I understood him correctly, well, many things, but the starting point was that that we are now in a situation where where we can, uh, we have to name the planet and to find a way to name the planet that everybody could agree on. That for the first time uh, the sort of uh, there is a universal claim. And this is very difficult because of the uh, colonial history and the inequalities in the world and so on, but but this necessity of, of somehow agreeing about the common, starting with the common name for our planet. Well, he spoke about many other things, also about this importance of the biosphere, the atmosphere, so so, not uh, uh, focusing on the earth only, on the, the soil however important the soil is but but that we're not actually living in the ground, we're on the ground and in the air, most of our bodies when we walk around and, and so on and of course uh, the reason he, he, he was critical of the term Gaia was that the it references the old Greek, Greek myth of, um, of Gaia, which is quite horrible. Uh, uh, Mother Earth uh, devouring her sons and, and so on. Nothing that everybody should agree upon in a planetary sense. he spoke about other topics too, but, but why I am thinking of this uh, planetary perspective, uh, which is a little bit crazy to speak with you about that, because, because of course your perspective is in some sense so very, very grounded exactly here, so, so you are really focused on the place, but so is actually everybody else. And in a planetary way, we could say that there are pine trees all around the planet now, even in the southern hemisphere, where you're imported mostly. But anyway, no, but but the reason this planetary perspective is something that I thought about is a lecture I heard today, and I heard only part of it because the uh, power uh, of my iPad was uh, finished and and the iPad refused to charge, Um, it was a Zoom lecture, a seminar taking place in Stockholm at the moment, but but the speaker was Olga Chelemekka, if I pronounce her name correctly, who is actually based at the University of Eastern Finland now. And she spoke about borders. So the very contrast to this uh, planetary perspective... Uh, with the specific example of the border constructed uh, through the old ancient forest in Poland, when there was this um, new route opened through Belarus and Minsk uh, was it a year or two ago and and the violence that took place there and also the uh, violence. Uh, inherent in the construction of these border walls that are sort of tools for for hurting bodies or maiming them or um, well even killing and but but this um, and she also quoted uh, Akila Membe um, who spoke about this uh, construction of divisions and borders and partitions i can't now remember the exact quote but these two talks were somehow absolutely um, contradictory in some sense but also complementary because uh, uh, that is exactly one reaction to to the sort of uh, shrinking planet shrinking in the sense that the the area of uh, habitable uh, places or or habitable ground uh, is uh, diminishing through the climate change and desertification and and, and uh, sea level rise and so on. And and the more somehow, of course, it's a paradox that the more we would need a common approach the more we are uh, and especially in europe and in the west but probably everywhere we are constructing borders and partitions and divisions and and restrictions for who can move and who cannot move and and uh, protecting uh, financial capital in behind various kinds of walls and so on so the this, this paradox of of these two talks uh, was something that uh, I have been now occupied with today, this afternoon. But there was something else uh, I very much liked. It was like, uh, not the main topic, but but the side issue that Kocha uh, spoke about, and he used the term ghost loader. It's very funny. In Finnish you could say "ha mulaturi. Um, but the the, the the opposite of exorcism and he he maintained that uh, that is one of the tasks for us now to put uh, put subjectivity back to to other creatures and other things and and uh, he also referenced uh, a French anthropologist whose name I forgot but uh, who is already dead who who spoke about the fact that we've Always been in the West. We've been animist, and and I really like this idea of sort of um, subjectifying um, things, which is what uh, Ursula Le Guin spoke about also, in when she said that she tried to subjectify the universe because look what we're objectifying it has taken us. Uh, and the same thing that Amitav Ghosh says, that storytellers need to restore the agency of non-humans and so on. But but this idea of of sort of a ghost-loader, of, of instead of exercising demons out of things, uh, putting back the, the soul or the demon into, or the anima or animus into things and creatures. I like the idea, and of course that's something I'm doing with you, although it seems um, impolite and absurd to say that I'm sort of putting uh, a soul or subjectivity into you because, in my opinion, you have it already. It's just my um, task to try to... Contact your subjectivity or appreciate it or, or um, engage in interpretation or divination. He, he used um, uh, God, God used the term divination, and that is of course easily what happens that it's not um, uh, yeah uh, divination is a sort of one step uh, uh, further towards imagination than interpretation, maybe. Well, I wonder, am I really trying to interpret you, uh, even uh, not to speak of divination? I'm just uh, uh, sort of pouring my heart out onto your, onto the ground beneath you. utilizing your benevolence and your, well, silent endurance of my babbling. But, yeah, so I'm not uh, seeing myself as a a ghost-loader in in relationship to you. But maybe these um, videos or podcasts could function as sort of um, ghost-loaders for the listener if they don't uh, have the opportunity to, to engage with your subjectivity directly or, or if they're not uh, convinced that you are a subject or your likes, your kin are subjects or Well, I don't know, I just like the word Uh, And tomorrow, there is a big party because the University of the Arts will be ten years. And I realized that it's also ten years since I I left my job as professor there. I've been uh, engaged uh, as a professor for short periods both in the Theatre Academy and the Academy of Fine Arts since then. But my sort of uh, my long uh, sort of full-time job for twelve years was ended, I think, in 2013. That's ten years ago. Okay, but that's not what we're celebrating tomorrow, but I'm going to participate in some type of discussion, so I should prepare for that too. But uh, I think I will get some, or I imagine or feel or both that I'm getting some energy and wisdom from you, strictly by contamination. So thank you for that you and take care. See you soon again. This was an episode of the podcast Talking with Trees.